With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play the spread, like play the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out same-game parlay plus. Use promo code J&J, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Thursday, September 8th. We've got a very special episode. We're going to do an NFL preview with two of our favorite people, the Gridiron Gals. We've got Rita and Chelsea coming up in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey everybody, how's it going? Ooh, that was kind of sexy. Jenkins, <laughs> that, was, that was, you know, the, 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 the fifth little, you know, goddamn quiet storm this on you. Gong. That shit at the end, boy. I said gong. <laughs> uh, I'm Gardy B, aka Mike, and gentlemen. Before uh, before we have the gals on, um, it's time for a very special episode of. Body language detectives. It's just three people standing in a corner with stand-up bases <laughs> plucking away, doing absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing. And a person actually with their mouth saying, wow, wow. <laughs> Facts, bro. I want to play body language detectives because we had the first in-person filmed interaction between Pat, Bev, and Russ since they became teammates. What did we gain? What did we glean from this interaction between the two of them? Are they best buds now or still mortal enemies? Tyler, go first. I want you to go because I think my opinion (laughs) differs from yours. You know what I mean? I think... I, I feel like my I hopped out there as soon as I saw the dap mm-hmm. and I felt vindicated by the further developments that we got as the night went on. Okay. I said that that was the dap of some of two dudes who are down to patch it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was the whole, you know, you know, Pat Bev was was walking out. You know, he saw Russ, he dapped him. You know, there was a there was some good velocity, good technique on the dap. You know, say there was a, a, a nice sound. You know, you the, the echo it. reverberated it through soft. the room. It wasn't a soft it. one. You heard it, yeah. and and there was a hug, 
And you know what I'm saying? And people were like, oh, man, Russ ain't even look at him in the eyes. He ain't all the way hug him. I'm like, bro, that's the I'm heading out, but I know you got some shit going on. Dad. We've done that all the time when we like at the gym and see the homie. Or if we at like, you know, dipping out of the bar and see you see the homie, you know, talking to some folks. Well, you don't want to fuck his shit up, but you let him know, bro, you my dog. I'm out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? And that was, I have given that dap many times. I've been on the receiving end of that dap many times where you, where sometimes you only got the one arm leaning. That's all you got because this motherfucker's talking to you and shit. Or, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to get all up in. You don't want to stop a motherfucker's flow when you saying bye. You know what I'm saying? So you just going, you know, give him a drive by dap. And that was what that was. And I, like I said, I felt vindicated because we saw Russ, Russ threw that man a towel while he was talking. If that ain't love, what the fuck is, bro? He threw that man a towel. Did you see that clip? No, I didn't see that clip. I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pat Bev was at the motherfucking podium talking, and Russ threw him a, a towel, and Pat Bev said, appreciate it. First dime of the season right there for us. Mm. Mm. They're mm. homies. Mm. Mm. It has been mm. patched mm. up. The patch, the mm. patches have been mm. patched. Mm. That's undeniable. The, 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 my initial yeah. thinking, I'm going to tell you my initial thinking before. Like we, They talked about the one arm. Dapping him with the one that and then and then hug with the same arm you dap with eh, you know what I'm saying? The what what seemed positive was the sound. You not you know the snake niggas give you the yeah. wet dap. If I get the yeah, wet, yeah, exactly. if, I get, if I get if I get a wet, if I get a wet hand dap, you know what I'm saying? The motherfucker selling don't make no noise. I don't, you know, okay, I don't I don't dap you no more. Cause I don't trust you. Nigga give a soft dap, that's some yeah. weak ass shit. So, but you know what I mean? Like I think out of principle, he ain't gonna give a weak dap. But I think, like, I, the one-arm shit kind of, like, and I th- also thought, like, when you were saying that, like, the drive-by that, but you do the drive-by that to a nigga you really fuck with. Ain't no question. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, I don't know if they there yet to say you really, really fuck with them. But the But like towel, I said, I always thought, I always right. thought, I always thought Pat Bev was way more forgiving in the situation. Yeah, but I'm not, we, we, told, always, I'm not, we always said yeah, we had yeah. to see where Russell well, was. Yeah, well, I'm see, but yeah. so Westbrook's the one that gave him the drive-by. You feel me? And so that's why I'm like, eh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know, like he got, he, he dapped him up with the same arm. He he, he, he hugged him with the same arm. He he, he slapped hands with. Eh. But you know, I, I I question that. But the towel, the towel, bro. You just when you just give me that information, bro. If I if I'm halfway fucking with you, I'm halfway fucking with you. You know what I mean? Like I'm just doing what I got to do. I'm paid to do. I'm here so I don't get fined. Throwing the towel. Ain't I'm here so I don't get fined. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's actually that's actual care. That's considerate. Yes. You know what I mean? That's so exactly. that's different. And and that and and that picture that the Lakers posted when Pat Bev was all up in that man's chest and Russ was smiling from his fucking soul and laughing. Did you see that shit? No, I didn't see that. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm missing you out need to a lot catch of up in here, buddy. Bro, you know, you know, you're missing out. Bro, you know, I'm the watching. bros are bros again, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love to see it. I love, I love to see it. I love to see it. I'm glad they squashed that shit. You know what I mean? I don't like actual dislike in sports like everybody else does. They want to go back to the days when motherfuckers was, you know, what I'm saying like literally hated one another. That bro, I don't, I don't need that for it to be good. For it be a good, you know, like what you want to say? I, I, I was gonna say I think we misread Russ on this one. I think we always said Russ was, it's fuck you regardless. But I think Russ is the type where, if it was fuck you, fuck me before, and if it was fuck you before, but if you down the goddamn extend the olive branch, you know what I'm saying it ain't fuck. Are you, you no that more. type of nigga? Because if it's like fuck me once, it's fuck me forever. <laughs> like I don't. It depends. It depends. Ooh, it depends on it the depends. circumstance. No, no. For me, it depends enormously on the circumstance. But also, Russ is very much in a position of. After what happened last year, he someone really, extends an olive branch and has the ability to cover up some of his issues, I would be, thank fucking God I have this annoying motherfucker on my side this time. That's, I mean, that's how I would feel about it. Because I mean, the thing is, though, if, if, he, if he fucks with you, Pat Bev is going to go to bat. He don't give a fuck what nobody think or says. And that's always and good Russ, to have somebody I, like I mean, that. Russ doesn't have a lot of those people. And Russ is <laughs> like that There weren't a lot of those too, people though. around Russ. Like Russ is that right. type of person too, where if he Fact. fucks with you, it don't matter what nobody else saying. I fuck with you. You feel me? So I think there's that, you know, that commonality there that they can kind of lean on. Um, and I think the reasons that they may have disliked each other are a lot of the reasons that make them, things that make them similar. So I guess on the same team, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it would make that they, 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 they really would fuck with each other, like like you said, on, in, in the right circumstances. But 
I don't know, bro. Like, if it's fucked me to that point, I just, I just, I mean, like, eh, I just don't know if it can be unfucked me. You know what I mean? I have some I people think- that, that, that were, that we were very unfriendly with who were friends. One of our closest friends, actually, Shar and I both, like, did not fuck with him. It wasn't like, fuck him, but, but see, we did but, not like him. But that's you know different. What I mean? Fuck him is different from not liking him. It seemed like it was fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that, and so, like, I can't come back from a fuck me. I don't know if I'm going to come back from that with you. Like, t- I'm petty, though. I'm petty, though. Like, there's people that ain't, that, 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 that. Uh, I have one. I know. I thought I have. I have one, but it's business. It's it's like it's it, a it's a neat, like it would fuck it would fuck things up for a lot of other people. There you know are what people I mean? that Adrian has been in a fight with that he is forgiven. That I'm still like fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't. It once it's fuck you, it's kind of fuck you. And if it's fuck me, it's fuck me. And like I don't wish to wish you the worst. You know, you can do your thing, but it's just kind of hard for coming back from that. That's why I didn't think what Westbrook was one of those guys. And I mean, maybe he is, and good for him. I don't fault anybody that's that way. You know what I mean? I just am, I have a hard time doing it. I mean, I think the thing is, if you, like, I think we might have all got into it with a motherfucker who we knew was solid or whatever, but we just ain't fuck with him. For whatever reason, we butted heads. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between saying, sense. okay, this motherfucker's solid. Yeah, you know, this motherfucker's solid. We got our issues. But okay, if we get the issues out the way, this is a solid motherfucker who I can fuck with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you not fuck with somebody for being a weak on some ass fuck nigga, shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. Like, that's different. Right, that's you know different. That's different if it's like, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, like I, I think uh, Young Nudie, the, my, my favorite poet, uh, <laughs> yes, he talked about elaborate, how. Yeah, you know, say, he, was, he was talking about Your how movie. it's like how you know he's he was beefing with somebody. He's like he just like me. He ain't going out bad. You know what I mean? But I've dealt mm. with with bigger problems before, or whatever. So it's like he saw the similarities. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like he a weak. The dude was a weak ass nigga. It was just like we just beefing. But you a real one, right? And I'm gonna have to you know handle you on some real type shit. So I can I can respect that. I can respect that. You know what I mean? But I guess the niggas that I that I said fuck it. If, if it's a real nigga, it's like I just don't fuck with him. But if it's a weak ass nigga, that's when I might be like fuck you. That's when I and, and, and yeah, you know what I'm saying like, so. bro. I I had I had a motherfucker who me and him did not get along for all of high school, basically because we like butted heads over a couple of the same girls. Yeah. Right? I knew he was a solid motherfucker. You know, he knew I was a solid motherfucker. You know, years later, like, like you know, I was I was home for the summer after college. I was like 21 or something. We saw each other in the mall. We smiled and dapped and, 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 and you know, asked, what's, what's good with you? Everything good? Hell yeah. And kept it moving. Yeah. It wasn't no beef after that. You know what I'm saying? Because we knew it was bullshit. We knew we were both some solid motherfuckers. And, 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 and that shit was out the window at that point. You know what I'm saying? So There's a nigga that I ain't fuck with in high school that's requested me on Facebook for the last few months. And he's still in the request <laughs> shit, nigga. Fuck that nigga. Okay? <laughs> and this was fucking what? 19 years ago? Fucking 20-something years ago, nigga? Bro, I'm sorry, bro. But yeah, I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. No, this nigga was a weak-ass uh, nigga. Uh, body. Body. Language. Detectives. <laughs> on the case. So, Tyler, you were right. Oh, yeah. You were right, Tyler. I think, I think it... I mean, with the, the things that happened subsequently, you know, it makes sense. I think that, yeah. I'm gonna tell you the double pat from Russ is what sold me. Like that's mm. what I do. That 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 is what I do when I'm like, all right, I'm heading out. I know you can't, you know, you know, you know, send me off the way you want to because you took you handle some business right now. I double pat the homies when I know they're in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Russ did that. That's that that the, the second so, pat is confirmation. It's like just in case you thought right. the first pat was just a nah, nigga. I mean, it was obligatory. You know right? The saying? second pat is nah. You the homie for right, real. Right, right, yeah, first right. First time, the, the, when I first saw the clip, I definitely was like, ooh. And then I, but I didn't realize Russ was literally like the camera was being set up to film. Yeah, like he was literally there, like waiting for them to say start talking. Oh, okay, and that okay. was when I came around. So exactly Pat Bev hit said, him so. with the drive by. When Russ with the drive by. Yeah. Pat Bev yeah, 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 like yeah. yo, let me. And Russ was like, okay. Russ was doing his thing. Okay, let me acknowledge you. You know what I'm saying? Double pat. You feel me? Boom. And also a sign and also a sign of respect from Pat Bev that he wasn't like, hey, you're about to do this video thing, but the cameras are on us. I'm gonna like really make this about me, like going out of my it way. Been very you know what I mean? Easily, it was just it would have been very easy for Pat Bev to shoot the deuces or some and it would not not yeah. have been a big deal to people. Like it had just been like just acknowledge him and move on, and it had been cool. You see, like went out they went out of their way to like, you know, to dap. So that makes more sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And that you know, with with more context. Yeah. Um, 
question before we get to our NFL preview of the Gridiron Gals. Do we like Pat Bev now? Oh, yes. I, I, t- I tell you, I told y'all, and I think I, I told y'all, like, bro. Is this disgusting? I'm, no, no. Is this good? I think, Is this gross? I think, I think Pat Bev will be one of the bright spots for this team. I think it'll be, like, I, I, I think it'll, we'll really enjoy Pat Bev much more. And I think because he's not on these the weird-ass Timberwolves or, like, playing with the weak-ass Clippers that nobody gives a fuck about, you know, that people are like, you know, you know, what was it? Street lights, not bright lights, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? He's not part of that bullshit. We're going to see Pat Night Bell lights, for, not bright right, lights. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to see him for a real one. You feel me? So, I think this will be a, a nice little thing for, I mean, for, for his career and our, our perspective of him, our, 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 our you know, how, how we view him as a whole. So, I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I like that nigga, man. Yeah, I fuck with Pat. I got a homegirl that said he smells real good too, and I, and that, not the smell good where like he just smells good. It's like you that nigga smell good. You know, you ever you ever walk by a nigga that I'm like that nigga's what the fuck? You guys, you guys, John's got inside info. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, <laughs> from a confidential my source. Thought I, I, friend, I, I my believe thought it when, when he was when he was up when he was up at the podium <laughs> during his shit. He was like, "I'm a very detail oriented man," and detail oriented people usually smell. Oh good. yeah, like, for sure. That's oh, the detail for they sure. usually don't overlook. He you probably know what hit saying? the yeah. extra squirt on the neck. You know what I mean? He knows mm-hmm. all the, yeah. the little key points to hit. Yeah. So yeah. So I think I, I like this. All right, y'all. We'll be back in a second with the Gridiron Gals for our uh, NFL preview, and then stick around a little bit later. We'll have our house of Dragons recap. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
The start of the NFL season is here, and the best place to practice your touchdown dance is on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel is kicking off week one with a no-sweat bet for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a new customer or already have an account, you'll get free bets back if you don't win. Just log in and see for yourself. What would I make with a free bet? Uh, well, I'm a big Niners fan. I would definitely be all over the Niners. I would probably bet on their money line uh, to see them win in the first week. But you can do more than that. You can bet on money line point spread totals. You can find great player and game props, including touchdown scores, or build out a same-game parlay for a chance to win bigger payouts with a small bet. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Just sign up with promo code J&J to get started. That's promo code J&J. That's J-A-N-D-J. Either way, celebrate the return of football season with a no-sweat bet during week one. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. All right, it's our pleasure to welcome on the Gridiron Gals. We've got Rita, a.k.a. the NFL Chick, and Chelsea, a.k.a. Chelsea's Right. Uh, longtime friends of the pod and friends of all of ours, and we're big fans of your guys's. Uh, guys, you have the only podcast, I think, that is in the middle ground of acknowledging the shit that's fucked up about the NFL and football, but you still clearly love the sport, right? Most of the stuff you hear is like, Deshaun Watson, football's great. Or there's people, I have a lot of friends like John that are just like, fuck this whole endeavor. (laughs) (laughs) But but the Gridiron Gridiron Gals podcast to me is special because you guys are in the middle. You're like, yeah, everything about this is fucked up and I can't wait for the game. (laughs) I mean, you know, this is a bad analogy I'm about to say. Please forgive me. Just forgive me ahead of time. But, you know, I, I'm sure crack is bad. I've never done crack. I'm sure it's bad. But, you know, it just probably feels really good and you just can't, like, let it okay. go. I, I don't know. I don't know what crack is like. I just assume that that's the case. Crack, right? crack has so, me having a grand old time. There is no denying that. <laughs> Those okay, motherfuckers so be jubilant no as fuck out there, dog. I'm just saying. Yeah. But you know it's bad for you, right? Yeah. Crack is something you know is bad for you, but apparently it makes people feel all so good. And that's really the NFL. The NFL is like... Like crack okay <laughs> i know that it's not i know all the things that come with it it's a problem right but but then i love the rush that it gives yes. me oh so crack is actually a good analogy it's a, that's a great yeah. analogy <laughs> i'm a crackhead my mom smoked the tv same shit i feel you we are chasing the feeling <laughs> that's it really We're chasing the feeling i mean think about how many when remember when thursday night football first started and the games were so bad like it was before they were doing like um you know in division matchups and the games were so bad and every week we said i'm not staying up watching that lame ass game and what did we do stayed up watching that lame ass game game. so i mean it's just we're stuck here Mm -hmm. yep I'm 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 gonna be real with y'all. I I used to be an NFL fanatic. Now I'm not a fanatic anymore. Right? We know. Yeah. We remember. Yeah, I used, remember. I used to be out there. Oh, because I'm a bit because Tyler, I used to have to mute you on Mondays, baby. I was like, because I need to preserve our relationship and you was not going in on the Cowboys on my time. Yes, yes. I muted you and then I would be like, Oh shit! Oh shit! Dallas lost Sunday. Let me unmute this. Yeah, but but but, and and even if Dallas won, you was annoyed. So I was like, uh, uh. I used to to talk big shit. I used to talk big shit. But but to be honest, I'm not even gonna act like I was doing some moral grandstanding because like the caption and all that. The the quality was just real shitty for me for for a few years. From like I feel like from like 2016 to like 2019, 2020, it was real real bad. I am tapping back in right now because I think there's a, a crop of young QB right now who are super fucking exciting like you know we got lamar we got yeah. josh we got you know mahomes like you know we got fucking mm-hmm. um um jay herbo and shit so yeah I, I do think that the quality has improved because like i tapped out back when fucking carson palmer was a starter at like 48 years old i was like bro i'm not watching this shit you know what i'm saying 
but that's that's true right like like i think that now you're starting to see a shift of um younger guys coming in and it's it's become more fun and this is part like i know people love tom brady right i know people love tom brady i am not one of those people um he annoys the shit out of me as a ravens fan i've been annoyed by tom brady my entire (laughs) <laughs> his entire existence as a patriot so i just be like tom let these young people come in and do something go yeah. play with the damn kids right. i know them kids miss their father go play with them <laughs> right this man taking time off from work and giving us goddamn 45 year old man and he's i had a lot of shit going on man you know what I'm like like bro it might be time for you to hang it up if that is your reason for missing time from work dog exactly come on man go just yeah. go ahead and be a family man and ride off in the sunset and let the youngest take over. Because honestly, you had your time. You got like eight rings. Let somebody else get yeah. some Super Bowl rings. That's all I'm saying. Let the young kids flourish. Yeah. He had a run. No denying that. Yeah, Tom went home and they told him he sat on that sofa and somebody looked at him and said, the trash need to go out. And he said, let me get back to this practice. <laughs> I'm Tom Brady. I ain't out here empty no motherfucking <laughs> trash. Said, what you mean? He's not trying to be at home. <laughs> not trying to be at home he don't know no different and i do feel kind of bad for guys that like that they, they don't know anything else but football he's like what am i supposed to be now for tom brady i think he will have a very productive career in the booth like he's going wherever he wants to go he can do booth he can do podcasts he can do shows he can do whatever he don't want to do all that he want to hang out on the field and he want to try to convince gronk to come back gronk is like i'm just trying to play yeah <laughs> I'm just trying to play. But this so. is what happens when you when you Ma'am. got kids that you don't like. When you don't like your kids, <laughs> they teenagers. You can find them. They're not likable. Because I mean, have you met children? Their energy sometimes they got know. bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kids got bad. Vibes. I'm actually not mad at they got that. Bad vibes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got bad vibes. They got. Bad- I need I need a theory from you guys about what the fuck happened to his face though. Vi- vibes or no. not, career or not, what happened to that man's face? This this lady right here. Hey, we talked say. about it on the podcast, man. That man, I said the reason why he was off is because he had scheduled a, a facelift. Mm-hmm. I said that. I said I believe that Tom Brady had scheduled a facelift and had it ready and he didn't he said he was going to honor his appointment for his facelift and he wasn't going to change his appointment just because he decided to come back to the nfl Charles thinks that he was out doing some top secret mission the only top secret mission was not letting us know that he got a facelift that literally is it top secret black ops off-board mission mm-hmm. you know real low-key nobody we're like hey that's tom Bur- oh well he's on a secret mission it gotta be some kind of secret mission i asked him he ain't have to reply but if you're on a secret mission you can't reply. you know what i i love that theory because i have another theory that he unretired because he didn't break the news himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that th- th- that that y'all theory, it's like on the same timeline where he would have had the fresh facelift for like a booth job, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For like a Fox on the NFL job or something that he'd have been all fresh faced for and shit. So, hey, I'm with it, man. We can get crazy with this fucking um, conspiracy theory shit because I, full, I oh, wholeheartedly man. believe he unretired because he didn't get to break his retirement news. Spice season. I'm, I'm telling you because I believe and I also believe that mass Singer shit because it do line up. And now I don't think because okay, so the theory is because John. You know I don't know shit. Theory. (laughs) Okay, the theory is that he has signed up to be on the Masked Singer as well. Okay, right, and that the dates that he was gone lined up to the time of recording. They were like the exact same dates, right? So my theory is I'm going to combine the two. I think he was going to get a fresh facelift. So when he took that mask off, he had a nice Ooh, face. Like That's what I think. Now I don't think that he did the 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 mask singer, but I think he got a face. Hey. And Chels thinks that he was under the secret ops during the time. Does his face, face look new? Does he look like he has a fresh yes. face? Yes. His cheeks like are all sunburned. Yeah. Look, his face looked like somebody pulled it back in the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Smashed him by the back of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he better be careful. I hope they double stapled it because he's gonna take one hit behind the ear and that thing's hey, just man. gonna <laughs> Hey man. I hope they did a good job. So that's what we think. That's ridiculous. I don't know, man. Facelift appointments, mass singer appointments. That sounds like the schedule of a retired man to me. Oh my god. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, Tom. That's all I'm saying. I believe that Tom Brady scheduled to do some midlife crisis. I, I think he's scheduled to do some midlife crisis shit. And then he just didn't, you know, cancel his plans because he said, I'm Tom fucking Brady and I can do what I want. And he is Tom fucking Brady and he did That's do what true. he wanted. Yes. <laughs> Had a lot of shit going on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That man said, it'd be shit. I'm 45. Hey, right. Yeah, that's real. I feel God damn. I mean, I feel, I feel like same man. Shit be same. happening, be dog. Happening. Listen, I wish I could get to a point at a job where I can just go AWOL for a couple weeks and pop back up like, hey, shit just be happening. And no one questions me. That is a made man right there, dog. No way around All he that. did was take his FMLA. That's all. He yeah. just took his little FMLA. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? And- Nobody is going to question Tom Brady. He literally has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hostage, right? Like, I think Kyle Trask is behind Tom Brady. Like, okay, nobody fucking wants to see Kyle Trask. (laughs) That sounds like a made-up James Bondville. (laughs) I don't even know who that is. That sounds like a you say you just made that name up. Where did he play? Where did where did he play college at? Florida. That's how I know. You know, he's a Gator. So, look. Nobody wants to see Kyle Trask. Everybody wants to see Tom Brady. So guess what? If Tom Brady want to take off for a couple of weeks, Tom Brady going to take off for a couple of weeks and nobody question what he got going on, period. Can I do that on the podcast? <laughs> Tyler. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can close to Tom Brady on the pod, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, <laughs> you know, me and John ain't going to snitch. You know, me and John ain't going to be no, no motherfucking company. Oh, you man. already know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you. Yeah. It's up to you, Mike. Because you know we got you. Right. Sure. Colin, Mike hasn't been showing up to training camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't. <laughs> Rita, Rita, I want to talk to you about the bullshit that Lamar Jackson goes through all the fucking time. Like, I have never oh, seen wow. a player this good who gets so criticized, you know, he gets gets all the shit that he, he that he does just gets put under a microscope so much. Like, how do you feel about it? I mean, I know you fucking hate it, but, like, if you can provide some more insight into it. I mean, like, you know, like, in, Charles and I have been riding with Lamar since he was at Louisville. Yeah. So this is mm-hmm. not, uh, like, we're, we're, we've been on the wagon, right? And then, obviously, mm-hmm. he plays for the team that I root for, so it makes it better for me. But this is something he's been going through since college, man. They've been saying the same thing. The rhetoric is the same. And it's funny because um, <clears throat> I have a radio show here in Baltimore that um, mm-hmm. on the weekends. And we had Ryan Leaf on there. That was an interesting story. We'll talk about that another time. However, Ryan Leaf said some real shit. And Ryan and, and we asked that question. And I'm glad, I'm glad a white person said it because Ryan Leaf was like, the only thing I can come up with is this racial, is racial, you know, b- pushing, is racial bias. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's pushing the narrative. It's like people wanted him to be a certain type of way. And then he's He's not that dude, right? And then Lamar Jackson is unapologetically black, right? Yeah. He's from black South and Florida. hell, Sheldon. He got, he got twists, you know. He got them braids that go to the side, or well, sometimes he wear it out. You know, he wear he my little baby be at the gas station with his photo shoots at the gas Listen station. Listen to NBA young boy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like getting his chicken box at Royal Farms and like, shit. Yeah. You know, it's, that's real country nigga shit, right? And that's okay because that's who he is, but mm-hmm. but it doesn't fall in line with what people see in NFL quarterbacks. Like, all right, Patrick Mahomes is black, right? Or we, you know, we claim him as black, um, but he is a different type. Of black, <laughs> a different type, right? Yeah, he's a catchable steak black. You know, he's a, he's he's a, he's the respectable black. You know, and then you got the non-respectable black. Uh, who is Lamar Jackson, who's just going to be himself, who's just going to, and people don't like that. And then you add the fact that, you know, the guy is athletically sick, right? Mm-hmm. And then they just want to put him in a box that doesn't exist. Like the box mm-hmm. doesn't exist, right? We don't have to put everybody in a fucking box. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, a lot of this stuff is racially charged. And that's just, that's why I don't even argue with people yeah. no more, dog. Like it, I refuse to like allow my blood pressure. I'm too old. Okay. I'm in my forties. I would like to live to have grandchildren. So what I'm not going to do is let white people who don't like Lamar Jackson have me at an early grave. I'm right. just not going to do it. Right. So that's where I'm at. I feel like so much of the criticism that Lamar gets is shit that Josh Allen gets praised for. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Or Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, 
And even when Johnny Manziel was coming out, like yeah. they love all the swag. As soon as you hear that word swag, you already know what's happening. <laughs> yes. So like, yeah, he gets praised for, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. He gets, he gets dinged for things that the other, the, the white quarterbacks get praised for. Um, so it's blatant. Like, and like Arita said, it's no use arguing about it. We already see what's happening. I mean, we saw when he was trying to get drafted, weren't they trying to say he needed to be a wide receiver or something or yes. tight end or something? I was like, was y'all watching the games in Louisville? Yeah. Like, 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 I think we've all heard that story about how, how Lamar's mom, you know, talked to the Louisville coach and said, my son is playing quarterback here. You know what I mean? And then she, he told her that she had, um, um, that coach had him playing like wide receiver, you know, in a, in a certain formation. And she called him that very first day, like, what the hell's going on right now? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, this is not what we agreed you know to. Know what they trying right, to do. Right, right. He's like, this is not what and, we agreed to. Which is weird because they went from, Teddy Bridgewater to Lamar. So you should be, sh- you know, you already had a black quarterback. So what are you doing? Yeah. Here? Right. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm over yeah. it. Um, you're absolutely right about that Josh Allen thing. It's a meme that's going around and it's like, it's Lamar jumping over a player and they're like, oh, look at the running back. And then it's Josh Allen literally doing the same thing. And he was like, wow, what a, you know, what a play by the quarterback. Yeah. That's just what it is, mm-hmm. right? Like we're still in a society where, a, a position of power like a quarterback got to look a certain way and Lamar doesn't fit that description so right. you know I, I just hope he just continues to be himself man like fuck mm. all that other stuff don't allow people to dictate to you who you supposed to be and how you supposed to act mm. I mean as long as he ain't in trouble as long as he ain't bothering nobody and as long as he does his job I, I don't see why you know we even do this but then again I do understand why we do this because black yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How does I mean how, how much does Baltimore love him? Because he looks like a motherfucker that Baltimore would love. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, Baltimore embraces black people because they had they had three black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this. They had um so the backup is Tyler Huntley, mm-hmm. and then um they so in training camp they had four black quarterbacks. They had um, Brett Huntley and they had Anthony Brown from o- Oregon. So um. Anthony Brown is on the practice squad and Tyler Huntley is um, the backup. Tyler Huntley and Lamar are from the same area. They grew up together. So he embodies the city because Baltimore is a predominantly black city. So, you know, people see Lamar and he looks like them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's important. That's important to see like, Oh my God. Like I love, I I, I love him, but he also looks like me and he's, he's great at what he does. So, I mean, he can't go down the street because <laughs> he would get bombarded, right? Like, Lamar can't go nowhere. But people love people love Lamar. Like, they love him. He, and the, the kids love him. You know, a lot of the, the, the people love him. You can take a guess on the ones that don't. But guess what? They're not the majority here, so we don't give a shit, right? Like, <laughs> Lamar is... Lamar is definitely synonymous with like what Baltimore is. And that's the great part. Yeah. yeah. Cause y'all have motherfuckers like Kyle Bowler who who's quarterback. I'm like, bro, this OC hey, ass nigga. That is, that I, I was like, this motherfucker's <laughs> not Baltimore, dog. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle should have been a bowler. bowler is, do you know he's like a like a right wing conservative now? I believe it. I believe I mean, it. he's yeah, a rich he's California kid, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's married to like a former Miss California or something like His that. His name is Kyle like, Bowler. He has to be, or he has to be a, yeah. <laughs> he has to be one that's of those. A mag, that's a mega <laughs> You're right. You're right. He, it is a mega like, yeah, like You have to say that like a, like a racist white person from the South, Kyle Bowler. Like he can't, he, he doesn't even sound like he's from California. Bro. He Kyle pulled Bowler the best. said, think, you better get the fuck on. <laughs> I, I still think Kyle Bowler pulled the best swindle in perhaps sports history when he signed that one year, one million guaranteed contract, then retired the very next fucking day. Like I was like, God damn, that boy pulled a heist. <laughs> but yeah. Hey man, it, it, I I always like when players swindle teams. Hell yeah. I'm always gonna be a proponent yeah. because it's a billion dollar business, man, and and they're not pro player, so I'm always gonna be pro player. You know what they I'm saying? So if you can money. swindle anybody, do it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Ain't my money. I don't give a goddamn. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I see. Chels, man, how you feeling about your Cowboys this season? I, I want to know. Are, are, I want to know. Do you have the false hope again? I want to know as a Cowboys fan why. You know what I mean? Like life is hard <laughs> enough. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you just add an unnecessary stress to your life. It's you know, Adam point. did the exact same shit to her before you hopped no, on. He said, what well, went wrong? He said, what well, went John wrong? John is the Cowboys fan. John is the Cowboys fan. I wasn't. Is that true? No, no I wasn't Cowboys Whoa. fan. No, 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 no. I don't have you categorized in, in my brain as a, one of those. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> what do you mean by that? No, but, but I'm not like, what, what, I, I is there a point where you're gonna be like, I, I, like Tyler said, you know, all right, man, you know, fuck it, bro. I just don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not signed up for this no more. I don't, I don't think that they can hurt me any more than they have already done. I got Stockholm at this oh, point. Wow. You can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. And every year I say, what are you doing? Like, like you said, Rita, I got life. I got a life to live. I don't. I. They give me gray hair. They. I don't enjoy watching the Cowboys play. Like I. If if they are up twenty one points and it is three minutes left, I am on pins. Do you still wear yeah. your special bonnet? I don't do the bonnet anymore. Y'all know the bonnet. Yeah, I miss the bonnet. Like, oh, I miss the, the bonnet was that, my for that. Whatever year you did that was the only that was the only thing I enjoyed that whole football season. <laughs> <laughs> I was on sabbatical with Tyler at that point. <laughs> My magic bonnet, and the bonnet was working. So every year I have, I mean, well, I usually have all these weird traditions, but now I have, you know, I wear a different t-shirt. So I'll wear a t-shirt. If they lose, the t-shirt comes off. It has a loss on it. The t-shirt has to be washed, whatever. <laughs> if they win, the t-shirt has a win on it. I take it off right after the game, shake it out. Got to put it on <laughs> next week. <laughs> this is the, this is what happens when you Desperate. are, you have PTSD. <laughs> She said PTSD. <laughs> I'm traumatized. And when you have PTSD and I, you know, every, every, before the Cowboys play every game, I tweet them and I say, don't embarrass me. And that's they don't be giving a fuck. They do not be listening. They don't give a fuck about me. They do not care. They don't know. They don't care about my mental health. They don't care. I mean, they don't care. I don't enjoy watching them play. Like I enjoy watching every other team. I don't enjoy, even if we blow on the team out, I'm not having fun. Yeah. Because I'm waiting for the axe to drop. Mm. Something is going to happen. Something's going to happen if somebody goes score three touchdowns in 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, it's going to be something weird, and it's going to be embarrassing. And then you're going to have people like Tyler going in for 24 hours straight. It is, it is a nightmare. <laughs> it is a nightmare. Tyler, what was it, Tyler? But what was like, the game last year that you tweeted, like, they're only scoring here so that it'll be even more brutal when they lose by four or something? And I told you my friend Chris, who's a Cowboys fan, texted it to me, and he was like, Tell him, I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and because he, he knew you were right. Because he knew you were right. Team. And then you, I yeah. think, predicted the exact fucking score or something, too. Yeah, yeah. And now you see why he get. now you see why he's new. <laughs> because he would be predicting. <laughs> see, he see, that's like, the, He was like the football Nico Donald here. I was like, <laughs> I'm mute your ass. Oh, we, I, I would forget all about him. I'm like, I ain't seen him on the sideline. No. But I think, I mean, you know, as far as, you know, the matchup this weekend, I mean, it's it's going to be a close game. Um, those are the games I like the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But it's probably going to be a close game. I mean, they're having some problems at left tackle. Uh, big problem. <laughs> like, no left tackle. Got a rookie at left tackle. They brought in Jason Peters, who is a whole jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't like you don't like Jason Peters? Is that what I like Jason Peters? He's a whole Gen X. <laughs> when he get out the bed, everything hurt just like when I get out the bed. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll fight so, he'll fight for, I mean, for his quarterback though. That, that's like the, the biggest the thing he's got going he for him is, right now. Right, he's on the practice squad so he can get ready, but he's also there to help the, the new the new new rookie. Like I actually like. I'm joking, but I actually like what they're doing. They bring him in on the practice squad. They're having him come in and help the rookie, Tyler Smith, whatever. But they also expect him to play. And I'm like, well, I know when I get out of bed, it's it's like snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't played in the NFL for 18 years, you know. So, I mean, we have, we, and, and, you know, injuries happen. I mean, even Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay lost, the, you know, a couple of O-line yeah. or two. But, I mean, you know. The, the Cowboys usually shoot themselves in the foot. Like, if we were beat fair and square fine, we usually shoot ourselves in the foot. And then here I am, I done polished off a whole ball of bourbon behind one game. 
that that's my whole thing. It is a unique hell that Cowboy fans go through because, like, I am unfortunately a Washington fan, but like, bro, we know by like week ten we out of it. We two and eight. You know what I'm saying? We know it's a wrap. Y'all don't have no expectations. Exactly. Yeah, y'all don't have yeah, high y'all will y'all will win yeah. 11, 12 games. Y'all will be in it until the last three minutes of the playoff game. Y'all are in, and then just shit all over yourselves. Like that is a unique hell. <laughs> I mean, and it would be like, are y'all the same people that were playing all year? Right. When you get to the playoffs, it's like, hey, are we? What game are we playing? Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. But like, like to answer your initial question, I really, I need to seek help. Is why <laughs> you I'm just sound like a sports fan. Sound like a sports fan. We all need to seek help. Consider weed. Would you consider weed during the games? Would you? Who told you I did? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> What's happening right now? Like, hey, y- y'all know that's my best friend. She knows that. Yeah, but I ain't know you was doing it during the games, dog. Like, I ain't know that. that, that that's how you know she don't give a fuck at all. Because, like, Everything. if you got anxiety right. for real, Everything. you would not be doing that. But she's just like, ah, fuck it. They can't hurt me. Let me just smoke out. So, yeah. Give it everything. Uh-uh. And listen, I'll change the channel in a minute. I'll go watch something else. I'll go watch the ID channel. So I was like, I'm not going to sit up here and watch, watch all the dirt and be on live TV. I'm not watching that. I'm better than that. You see a three and out and you, you just go to like 90 Day Fiance or some shit. Like, fuck this. Oh. They, look, I get the little alerts, the four alerts on the phone. And I'll be like, oh, they oh, they, oh, they winning big. Then I jump back on Twitter like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go back to the show. I'll protect your peace, I've been watching man. the whole time. <laughs> like, I've been watching the whole time. Yeah. I ain't going to lie, though. I did that with Braun a lot last year, though. Can't even front dog you know what i'm saying they get to getting their ass whooped we going right to netflix baby you know what i'm saying <laughs> right to netflix what they- hey man i feel like you'll hey. be more enjoying yourself you think year. so you, you think be- so because patrick beverly is out there he's funny as fuck i will say I, this I do, hey, I do too I, I like pat i am not I'm, but he he <laughs> hey, that man came out there that man came out there and said, they say you could be playing with LeBron and uh, Russell Westbrook. He said, no, they're going to be playing with that's me. That's it, right. I got a player. I said, yeah. oh, yeah. shit. That's how I, I fuck with that well, energy. they need him. They, but they need him, right? Like, yeah. weren't they, like, one of the, like, worst defensive teams Oh, they was trash. Yeah. But I think they have bigger issues than just him. Like, they won't be good enough. You know what I mean? They'll be decent. But I just, yeah, I just, I don't know, man, like. I, I, but I, this is what I, mean, I, I think. Well, I know. think Pat Bev is going to begin his redemptive arc. I think like we all are going to. Pat Bev's personality has been great. You know what I'm saying? We it's just his first time right. playing for a basketball team that has fans. It, and you know what and, I mean? And we'll see his person more for his personality. You know what I'm saying? I think hundred percent. I think yeah. he'll be one of the more fun people on the team. So it won't be good, but it'll be fun. And that's more than it was. That's better than it was last year. Cause hey, it was I'll right. Take, well, you gotta take what you can get. Let me. Hey, let well, me. Let me. Nothing else. He's good for a soundbite. <laughs> let me read Absolutely. you. Let me. Let me read you what I woke up to in the group chat with Tyler and John this morning. John. <laughs> oh, John <laughs> sent a tweet about something that Pat Bev said yesterday, and then put whispers. I like Pat Bev, and Tyler sent back. <laughs> I do too. And then Tyler said, "If Mike doesn't, he's racist. Ain't no way around. <laughs> ain't no way around. Hey, you got to our line sometimes, dog. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way around that ain't one. No way if, you around. Like, if you don't fuck with Pat Bev, you racist, dog. <laughs> Pat Bev on your team. If you fuck with Pat yeah. Bev when he's not on your team, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's fair. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair. He was selling right? polos like, in the bubble. Polo tees in the bubble. That let me know he was a real nigga. That made me think different <laughs> about him, bro. He, I mean, ain't no with the horse on it, polo no tees, nigga. You feel me? Like, come on, man. I'm like, nah. That's that's my type of nigga. I think I'm. A, I think I fuck with him. You feel me? So, no, nah, we'll see though. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, Rita, Chels, any other funny storylines? Anything else Tyler and I can try and use to just like hook John in like a little bit? Just like a little bit. Anything else is funny that <laughs> that I can sell to John? Or at least interesting. Four? At least interesting. Yeah. <laughs> to sell him on what talking about more just football. Watching. Just watching. Just like turning it like more than eight seconds of football so, on. Okay. So, John, yeah. are you are you off NFL and college or just NFL? Because you, know, you were Alabama. I was Alabama. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in I, I grew, grew up in the South in Alabama, so we had to make a decision. I made the right one, thank God, because Auburn. Sheesh. You feel me? But anyway. Uh, I haven't watched as much. When I stopped watching NFL, I didn't I haven't watched as much college anymore. I think like the shit that happened with Cap was crazy. You know what I mean? I really didn't fuck with that. But prior yeah, to that, the CTE yeah. shit had me thinking different. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the caption is. But I mean, I I, I, I'm 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 shit. I, I'm come on, man. None of these, none of these 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 owners or, or people that are running these you know businesses are, are worth a damn. You feel me? So. Um, no, I'm like, they I'm, are. I, yeah. I mean, that's across. That's across right, the right, 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 right. Yeah, that's. I mean, we literally can't go anywhere and find decent people. Yeah. So I mean, we might as well just enjoy the product, so, product that is in so, front of you us. Know. Like, there's no decent people. <laughs> me, me on Amazon, knowing knowing that Jeff Bruh. Bezos ain't shit. Hey, every you know four minutes. Listen, when I I got a subscription to I shit. I have a so subscription. Fast, fast articles about him. Right. Bro, I'd be like, hey, not that's where I draw the line. <laughs> People be like, we going, we, you know, we going boycott Amazon. Who is no. we? <laughs> like, I'm like, how do you Come on, I get, not, not doing, doing it. it. Sorry, can't do it. But yeah, so I mean, I'm, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I think you should just follow the guy, the young black guys. That's yes. This probably does sound racist. I don't care um, because they need your support. Okay, bro. Okay. That's what that's he is, that ain't racist. He is, he is that is what. Go, go bro, ahead. Go ahead. You you are in Los Angeles, the home of the Super Bowl champs, with a guy on defense who's staking his claim to be the best defensive player ever. Lock in on that shit, bro. Like Aaron Fair motherfucking enough. Donald, like he can go down as, I mean, he's already one of the greats. Like he's, and he's staking his claim to be like, too. yeah, he's staking his claim yeah. to like, like, like you got to mention him with, with the motherfucking Reggie's with the, with the, with the Dion's like he's on that tier. Mm, you know what mm, I'm saying? Like, mm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, he slapped that. somebody in practice. I heard, yeah. I heard right. about that. He had one helmet in right. each hand. <laughs> I heard about that. Right. Hey, <laughs> I don't want no problems, big dog. Yeah. So, no so he problems. deserves to have his bust next to Dion's and not Isaac Bruce's, even though I fuck with Isaac Bruce. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, he should be in the yeah. same yeah. building yeah. as Dion. You see Aaron Donald, first ballot all-world Hall of Famer, bro. Like, he's oh, yeah. that. John, they had a video of him Absolutely. training, and he was doing his handwork. He had his trainer holding knives because he was trying to practice getting people's hands off him and so he had the guy holding knives, and he, that's how he was. He's a psychopath. He's a psychopath. Psycho. My favorite yep. part about Aaron Donald is, like, he's holding – I don't know if people know this, and he's kind of holding the Rams hostage in a weird way. Like, he keeps telling them he's going to retire, and then he's like – and then they give him more money, <laughs> and then he comes back. And then he keeps telling them, but um, I'm still might retire next year. Like he, he's literally telling them this so they can give him more money. So and he's a good businessman. Yeah, so he's not only crazy. Yeah. No, he knows his value. Absolutely. He knows his worth. You know what I mean? Yep. Straight cash. Yeah. Straight cash <laughs> remember he tried to that, say he was that gonna, cash app alert always. <laughs> right. Remember he tried to that, he tried to say that after the Super Bowl, and they was like, "Oh no, we can't yeah. do that." And, you know, they, yeah. they hooked him up. He's gonna keep doing it to probably to the end of his career. And guess what? They're gonna keep paying him. And so I, I fucks with that. I fuck with his strategy, man. Keep threatening mm-hmm. to leave. We we ain't never seen a fucking you know defensive tackle hold a team hostage. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. like yeah, good for him, bro. Mm -mm. I love it. Good for him. All right, uh, Rita Chels, thank you so much for hopping on with us. The podcast is Grid the Gridiron Gals. You can subscribe to it everywhere. I'm I'm only on Apple. I assume it's everywhere. Yes. People can get it everywhere. Spotify, Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit. Uh, where else? I don't know. We everywhere. Anywhere. Right? Search Gridiron more- Gals. But thank you again yeah, for hopping search on with us. Gals. Appreciate and you on Twitter at Gridiron Gals. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate guys. y'all, man. This is fun Bye. as fuck. All right. Thank you again to Rita and Chels for hopping on with us. That was awesome. Well done, man. That was great. Hell yeah. Shouts to the homies. Those are the homies for real, for real, for real. They knew she us said- we were nothing. We were nothing. We had, we had 83 followers. 83 they were there. Followers. <laughs> you feel me? That was always real, I remember though, Tyler I was running him. Twitter with 600 followers. And we was, I was like, when he followed me, I was like, damn, this nigga got 600 followers. What the fuck does he do? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a, he got to be a big shot. Right. 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 He bit the cure to cancer. Like, what the fuck? 600 followers? <laughs> like dog fucking show, showing people your phone this got 15 retweets right 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 <laughs> no he retweeted he retweeted me because i think we was talking about crack and our family like <laughs> it was some it was some 
nigga shit. But anyway, uh, I remember three people followed me, and I was like, oh, man, he got me three followers. <laughs> three. <laughs> three now followers. You get new followers. Now you get new followers, and you're like, don't come in here starting right. no shit. Nigga, you the mute button like go that. crazy, bro. <laughs> right. The black button do numbers, too. And I, I thought about uh, that. The, is it circles? What's the what are they calling the close friends? Spaces. On spa- no, oh, no, 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 no. Circle. Yeah, circles. It, yeah. It's circles. Those are right? fun. Though. I got some homies that do that. Y'all, y'all in one of the joints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in a few circles, and I will say the people who are, who take the time to organize the circle, they usually got a funny ass tweet. Funny is you know what hell, I'm saying? Bro. I enjoy all my circle notifications. I'll say that them bitches, them bitches Same. is banging like one thousand right, right now. Right, right. Sure. Yeah, I I don't have the energy to set one up, but I was thinking. The best, funniest thing I could think to do would be to set up a Twitter circle that was just Long Beach people only from 2010 and you two. <laughs> Tap me <laughs> like, in, man. Back when I, you could just talk freely on Twitter, and I'm not saying yeah. on some like cancel culture no, shit. I just no, mean yeah. you could just say whatever and with the understanding that people knew you. Understand and understood you and the context right, right. and all of that. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. I'll never forget the first time a white person tweeted at me, you don't really talk like that in real life. And I was like, you have no fucking idea how I talk. <laughs> a motherfucker from Boise, Idaho talking shit to you like that, right? <laughs> like, bitch, who the fuck are you? I ah, just I pulled my man. phone away and looked at it like, what? Why does this application exist, bro? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck what some white person from middle America thinks about how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even That's like the whole thing. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I really wish I could express to a lot of motherfuckers how I don't give a fuck about what they think about me. But then it's like, oh, well, you're responding, so you obviously do. Right. So you can't exactly. really say shit. You know what I'm saying? I be, it's like, but bro. like, I be thinking, like, that. <coughs> oh, oh, I, I scroll all the time, like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. Who are you? I say that a million times to myself scrolling through Twitter. Bro. Do my replies every day. My, my, my thing on the drop, uh, like, in cars, like, when people are on some other shit. I'll put the window down. I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> like, I, won't say, I don't give a fuck about you out the window, dog. Like, honk your horn, flip me off. I don't give a fuck about you, dog. Like, I've, I remember I was in a car with a coworker, and I was dropping him off at the bus, and somebody was behind me honking. I, I don't give a fuck about you, dog. I had to apologize to my coworker. Like, damn. He was like, nah, I get it. He a nigga, so he understood it, but. Uh, i'm a sarcastic thumbs up guy in the car i there was one time this white lady was trying to make (laughs) way to go this white lady was trying to get she was on me bro like on some match honking a horn flipping me off and i just smiled (laughs) and she looked defeated by the end of that shit she wanted nothing makes people angrier than a smile and a a smile and a sarcastic i I chuckled i chuckled and she was just like (laughs) <laughs> bro i remember her face to this day dog anyway all right uh let's talk about the third episode of house of dragons aka the uh damon Giannis uh Giannis finals game <laughs> the 50 14 five <laughs> yeah first of all someone someone just asked that we discuss and i did want to bring it up anyway the guy who was so excited to get saved by damon oh, who I then got squished by the dragon <laughs> i loved I, I i thought that was so perfect and so hilarious and so symbolic because damon isn't doing this shit for the good of the everyman you know what i'm saying like he's out there you know what i'm saying he's doing this shit for the crown and if some motherfuckers on his side gotta die for that shit so be it you know what i'm saying i love that scene like yeah, he's here to save me. No, the fuck he ain't. Save he's me. Not, he's not. He was doing some. <laughs> my prince. Save me, my prince. My prince. <laughs> my Next savior. thing you know, your small intestine right, in your right, mouth, right, bro. Right, right, right. That motherfucker with the. Ugh. That nigga, bro. He killed. He didn't even get to get burned up by the dragon. He died in ways that dragons don't kill people. The dragon stomped him to death. When have you ever seen a motherfucker die from a dragon stomp? He- <laughs> He died. He like, died like a, a toad. He, he died like a toad in the driveway. You, feel you know me? what I'm saying? Like <laughs> accidentally, bro. You know what right? I'm saying? Like, like, like bro, you know what I'm saying? The dragon didn't even notice him. Neither did Damon. You know what I'm saying? It was so oh, fuck. minimized his uh, whole existence. Obviously, then Damon. You know, Damon getting the letter and realizing that he was going to win but not get the credit, and then deciding to go on a fucking suicide mission. 
and dragging that dude's torso out by its only remaining arm. God damn. <laughs> Did y'all need to see that fight? Did y'all need to see that fight? Did y'all? Hell no. We knew Dame was going to dust his ass. That little weak motherfucker. That that crab face ass. Crab pig motherfucker. Hell no. I know he ain't asking for Dame. Get him. Get him ass nigga. Little S&M. Little S&M freak. We just needed to see how bad he whooped homie's ass. And he cut that motherfucker in half, literally. Like, that's all we needed to see, dog. You know what I'm saying? That was perfect. But, yeah. I will say this. I will say this. I've got my first complaint of the season. The arrows. Uh-oh. I've got my first complaint of the season. <laughs> Is it the arrows? <laughs> no, it, it, was, it wasn't the arrows. It was. And I feel like this is such a dweeby ass thing to, to to complain about because what I'm gonna complain about is the best part of the whole fucking series of the going back to the original Game of Thrones. But was there any time when Damon was in, in, in danger during that scene where you didn't know a dragon was gonna come save him? I was never afraid he was gonna die. And Game of right. Thrones, Same. we were always afraid for everybody. But the thing with that though is we didn't realize how cold it was till the end of the first season. It took a whole season for us to really realize they don't give a fuck about nobody. And they haven't done that yet, but they, this the only the third episode. And it's only the, I have, yeah, it's only the I third the episode. It's only the I, but third it's like episode. if they kill this dude, then what are we watching next week for? You know what yeah, I mean? But it, I, have, I have the same thought. They haven't, they haven't, gone, they haven't gone far enough yet. I think, I think by the end of the season... We'll have that that energy because we need that energy. That's the best thing about Game of Thrones, like well, you said. Yeah, I, I like I said. I think my whole thing, like I think dragons are the best fucking single thing of this whole fucking series. You know, not just House of Dragon. I think going back to the original Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. They've always been my favorite part. But it just feels like goddamn. Like how many times are we gonna use goddamn? You know, Dragon X Machina to, to <laughs> save the day here. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like that, I'm gonna like use I it said, every fucking day if it was my yeah, dragon. Yeah, like I said, like I said, I know it's a dweeby ass fucking complaint, but yeah. I was not surprised because I knew a dragon was gonna come save Damon during that scene. I just, I just think the thing is, we have to be afraid that anybody can die, and I don't know how they yeah. do that with dragons being able to save people. You know what I mean? But I think they'll find yeah. a, I think they'll kill somebody off that we were just like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope it's Otto. I'm fully on team oh, fuck I, Otto. I, I well, Otto's going to die. Episode. I mean, Otto dying isn't... No, we have to be affected. You know what I'm saying? It, what, what's the, what was it? The Red Scorpion or whatever the fuck that dude did? Like, like his head getting squished when we... You know what I'm saying? Like, or like, oh boy, at the beginning, the, the end of the, uh, the... I think it was the second or last episode of the last episode of season one. Ned. Ned, when he got Ned. his head chopped off. And I was like... Up until the moment, he, I thought they was going to do some magic shit to bring him back. I didn't. Yeah, know. I thought there was going to be a sword that came in and blocked it. Nope. Right. Then for the next episode, holding this motherfucker's head dripping blood. And I, I was, was like, like, oh shit. Wow. They don't care yeah. about me. And I need to watch it, uh, 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 be a prequel that I feel like they don't care about me and how I feel. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they'll do anything like the Red Wedding. You feel me? But we do need a Ned, somebody holding Ned's head on, on a, you know, in the camera the next episode, we do need a, 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 a moment like that. All right. That's all the time we have. Sorry we didn't have time to talk about the Florences. Um, the Florences. <laughs> the Florence scandal. I, I would never get over people being surprised you guys have not heard of white actors and actresses. <laughs> Listen, bro. When I found out this was, this Florence was a 26-year-old, for one, okay, why would I know that? <laughs> and you know, why would I know her? For she, she's twenty six, and two, she's from fucking England. You took me to know a fucking twenty six year old from England? No, bro, what the fuck? I, I am black, bro, bro. I I watched Little Women and liked it, and didn't know the fuck Florence Pugh was. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a teen crumpets TV watching ass motherfucker. I love a good <laughs> cupboard reference. You know what I mean? And I still didn't know who she was, bro. You know what I mean? Like, bro, and it, what's weird is like. Dog, do you realize what we watched growing up? I didn't know. I didn't watch white people movies until like I got to high school and like was watching USA. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't watch like there was no white like like stars in the TV in the in the show the TV shows we watched the fucking movies we watched. You know what I'm saying? Like all that Brat Pack shit. I caught that shit late when I was in high school on some USA Saturday. You know weekend movie shit. Weird Science, all that other shit, bro. We weren't watching we're that. You feel me? That yeah. shit was good, bro. Yeah, bro. All right. We'll see y'all on Monday. Uh, thanks again to Rita and Chelsea for coming on. Talk to you guys in a couple of days. Bye. Bye. Bye.
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.